dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast episode 178. Damn numbers on the board. Yeah, we out here. We out here. We out here. We out here doing it. We out here having fun. Another year of podcasting, man. Man, I ain't talked to you forever, it feel like. How was the holidays? How man, was Christmas? How shoot. was New Year? It seems so long ago. Man. Christmas seems like an eternity ago. Yeah. Because uh I've been on vacation so much. <laughs> <laughs> off off. I've been off. I've been chilling. Uh, what happened? I don't even remember what happened, man. Uh, of course, Christmas happened. Went home for the holiday. Uh, hung out with my mom's. My brother came into town from Vegas. My aunt, uncle, and little cousin came into town from New Jersey. Nice. Matter of fact, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> my little cousin, I shouldn't even call her my little cousin no more. She's about to be 25. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've never seen her get lit before. Uh oh. I've never seen her lit before. New generation. New generation. <laughs> New generation. So, you know, uh me, the wife, and my mother in law, we always play Uno. Like we always get it in. That's just like a this is like what we yeah. do. When, when we everybody's see together, this is what time it is. Yeah, like my mother in law talks mad trash. Wife talks trash. <laughs> I talk trash. It's all good. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. So we're doing our traditional Uno match. Little cuzzo, Rocky jumps in. So she's in, and she's, like, coming, like, hold on, that ain't what we do. I was like, what? She got her own rules that she coming with. She getting, like, mad aggressive. I'm like, yo, I've never seen you act this way before. Like, I'm a competitor. I was like, okay, okay. So she's getting more aggressive. Come to find out, she's had mom's special punch and put a little bit of sauce in it. Yeah. She was over there getting turned. That's what you do at family functions, right? Facts. And then my other cousin, Nicole, who's from New Jersey, she's also about to be 25. She comes over there. So, like, it's like my cousin Rocky, she's got, like, what, like two wins. My mother-in-law got two wins. I got two wins. The wife got two wins. And at that time, my cousin Nicole ain't have nothing. So she started roasting on her. her. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, she like is heartless out here. But then Nicole came through in the clutch with like two wins before we closed everything out. So it was a good time, man. (laughs) So, uh, Uno, man, that divides families, bro. Uh, Uno, spades, anything that involves uh, black people talking shit, it it can get heated. Super heated. How was your holiday? Man, mine was uh, not as fun. I um, started getting sick. Mm. Like, Christmas, uh, super early Christmas Day. Um, of course, you know the parent gotta gotta wait till the kid go to sleep, but the kid charged, so baby was up still kind of late. We ain't putting no gifts out yet, so kind of got everything together. And sure enough, four o'clock, I literally roll over, and Camille, my oldest, is eyeballs wide <laughs> open in my face, like, "What's up, bro, bro? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad." I'm like, "What time is it?" She's like, "It's four o five." I'm like, not Christmas yet. <laughs> Go lay back down. But, of course, she goes in, wakes up her sisters, 
comes back out, everybody, like, you could tell the babies got woken up because they, like, trying to smile, but they still have sleep. So they went ahead and, oh, we just, we just said screw it, opened up all the gifts, and then. Uh, At 4 in the morning. 4 in the morning, bro. Bruh. So by 5 o'clock, I'm back in the bed, and I'm still gradually not feeling better. So I literally laid down all Christmas Day, stayed in the room, people were coming over, and I'm just ducking everybody, and it lasted, bro, probably until two days ago. Ugh. So it lasted a solid week, just uh, just sick, man, just flu, body chills, coughs, runny nose, you you name it. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm not as bad as you were, but uh, I ain't feeling a one right now. I started coming down with something like on Thursday, you know, try to go New Year, New Me. Yeah, yeah. Hit up the gym, <laughs> got it in, and then like that evening, I started feeling like crap, like. Bruh, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my wife, he was like, "Your body's just going through detox." We're going back to the gym. I was like, "Nah, bro." Yeah, that first sweat this of the year. It this wasn't... ain't this ain't aches and pains. <laughs> this is like my stomach hurt, my head hurt, and I'm nasally and everything like that. Oh, 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 yeah. This is huge. This is huge for Christmas. I made the macaroni and cheese. Uh oh, how'd it go? Okay, so. <laughs> How'd it the, go? That's a huge responsibility in the black huge family. Huge responsibility. Pressure, 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 pressure. So rewind. So uh, the wife, everybody loves the wife's macaroni and cheese. Okay. Everybody. So you got mm-hmm. an inside plug already. Yeah. So <laughs> like my aunt that comes into town from Jersey, like that's the first thing she asked my wife. Like, so Shayla, you making macaroni and cheese tomorrow? Like, <laughs> yeah. So um, I take the wife to her mom's house. She hang, was hanging out at her mom's house on Christmas Eve and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So she was supposed to come uh, back to my mom's, you know, to make the macaroni and cheese a little bit earlier. But, you know, things come up. It's yeah. Christmas. You know, she got family on that side of town. She got th- things to do as well. So yeah. she's hitting me up like, uh, yeah, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I'm a little preoccupied with the nephew and uh, things that I got to do over here. I ain't going to be able to make it over there. What time is your mom trying to have dinner? Yeah. Good thing about my family, <laughs> everybody's grown. There's no little people. So okay. there's, there's nobody's like in a super duper rush to open gifts. So yeah. we don't even open gifts until like about six, seven o'clock. In, we, the, in the evening? Yeah, we oh, real yeah. hood with it. Oh, yeah, y'all get a full night's <laughs> rest. Yeah, we, we chilling. Watch they the just, parade in the morning. Yeah, we watching the games. Like <laughs> I think it was like, halftime before uh, the Lakers game before we started over this shit. <laughs> but uh so she's like, I'ma just walk you through it. I'm like, walk me through it. Walk me through what? Right. Making macaroni and cheese. And then that's when the anxiety set in. I'm like, bruh, come on, bro. Not not a worse feeling than like moms or anybody that's tasked with something like that. And then be like, oh it's easy. Just go in the kitchen and start walking you through those steps. Nah, bruh. Yeah. Because I, I ain't going to put that love in it that you're going to put in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be precise. One-fourth cup. I'm, I'm going to measure off one-fourth cup and put it in there. Yeah, man. So, so she hit me up. She walked me through it step by step. I followed the instructions <laughs> step by step. And it came out good, man. Congrats. I was nervous. <laughs> But it happened. First off, who, who told you it was good? That's the that's the that's the question. My grandmother. Okay, hey, say no more. Even say though that, even though that probably shouldn't count, <laughs> but nobody knew until after. Okay, I ain't say only person knew that I made it was my mom. Well, shoot, my brother knew too. My brother knew he was yeah, He was putting the pressure on. Don't fuck it up, nigga. <laughs> like thanks. Right. But uh, my mom knew, my brother knew, and Shayla knew. So nobody else, like my uncle, my aunt, my little cousins. My grandmother, nobody knew 
until after it was like oh the macaroni and cheese is great sailor it's like well <laughs> kevin made it and it was like yeah it's like really <laughs> really <laughs> bow down put some respect on my name kiss the ring yeah the champ is here <laughs> anything is possible big facts man big facts dizzle how was your holiday man uh <clears throat> it was cool it was cool solid shit you know it was actually slow motion man it wasn't uh, I wouldn't even say as lit as it wasn't as lit as the other joints for real. Mm. Niggas is getting grown. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the new generation is turning 16, 17. So they're, you know, an- another set of kids. It's like, you know, when they 12, they still got that little excitement. When they 10, right. definitely excited. But nah, they, they 16, 17 now. Everybody else grown. So we, you know, off the eggnog. Regular shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, you drink eggnog, son? This was the first year. This Never. was the first year. The shit was good as fuck. It's like a milkshake. I had that my first taste disgusting. of eggnog this year as well. Really? It was I, good. Uh, DJ'd my uh my company's Christmas party. And um we had all the other businesses together for like one big party and uh shout out to Sam. She's uh she's our manager at Edible. She was over there bartending away at the Christmas party, getting all the punches right. Yeah. Thing, you know, coming around with eggnog samples. And I'm like, I never had it. She's like, oh, you want to try this one? I'm like, nah, not really. And went ahead and had a sip. Rum and whiskey. I, I had a regular, like, club, like, red a red cup. Regular red Solo cup. Solo cup. Drank about four sips of it. I was done. It wasn't that it was nasty. It just... The, the the texture it's like a milkshake it's definitely like a milkshake the, the nah, overall bro. of it was it was too much so I, uh-uh. it was cool I had some but I, I didn't finish the cup I don't fuck with the egg no man I'm so, on that every year now <laughs> <laughs> so did you get the uh, customary Christmas gift that you always get uh shit it was weird man because I've been like I said I've been opening up gifts since November we ain't <laughs> wait we ain't wait till Christmas we yeah. open them as they come in from Amazon so. <laughs> I ain't guy. had shit to open. I don't even remember. I got some clothes. I'm actually wearing <laughs> some Christmas gifts right now. I got the, I got a couple of jumpsuits. Uh, got some money. Got a gas card. Always gas cards is always plush. Yeah, yeah. A one. My, my kids made out. We wasn't getting Camille her AirPods she wanted. We were just like, mm, with the gray, because today's the, the family meeting day about these C's and D's that mm. that done popped up out, off of this A and B student that just her teacher uh, dropped a line on our little our little chat with her mm. saying that she seems content with just getting the you know bare minimum done. I'm like, Rrr. so y'all got her the uh, sky pods, no <laughs> the generic my, joints. My mom <laughs> went to the casino and hit on Christmas you wired Eve. In. You wired in, son. I know twenty third. She went and hit uh, at the casino, and then calls me like, "Did you get Camille's AirPods?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." She's like, "Did you get Carmen that uh, switch?" I'm like, "Yeah." But you didn't get Camille those <laughs> AirPods. I was like, no. She got clothes. She got other gifts. She ain't get like nothing. She got a bunch of stuff. Christmas morning, I see Papa come out of the bedroom with this little box, handing it to her. I'm, got her the AirPods. So that's what she wanted. It's cool. But uh, they're going to be on uh, on ice. <laughs> now, now, last year, I believe, didn't you put her on like tablet restriction? Yeah, she had a good three week, I think a, I think a good three week. Uh no 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 tablet game. I think with her man, like she has all the potential in the world to just do whatever she want, and she want to just kind of just get by and have fun, and like that's cool. But I think she's trying to like for me. I want her to realize that some of the dopest kids that had the most swag and the most and the, just the coolest kids at school were the ones that were the three point eight too. Right. So I want her to understand that and know that it's cool to be smart along with fashionable and. TikTok 
extraordinaire and whatever else you want to be, you know, that's fine. But them grades and uh, this future and, and, and living, living right is what's the most important to me. So. Big facts, big facts. Now, bro, you DJed a major event. Oh, yeah, I did. A major event, a oh, major it was, festivity. It was, it was a grand time. To the family, the Parker family. Yes, sir. Naz's big 40th birthday bash. Hashtag Naz drops 40. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, I yeah. wasn't in the building. Uh, long story, <laughs> long story, long story. Yeah, that uh, was. How was it? Man, let me tell you, that was. Wait, 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 before that, how was meeting Young Jack? That's that's okay. that's important as well. I got to know how that went down. So. Because he's a superstar in these streets. He definitely is. It was, I don't want to call it bittersweet, but time we got there, they had already dropped that, uh, dropped Jack off with the babysitter, mm-hmm. and this was their first time Jackless for a night. Okay. So as parents, you know, this was a big night for them, kind of like, he's going to sleep somewhere all night, and I'm not going to go get him after I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm going to enjoy my night. So we got there, me and the wife, we were walking in like, where J.K.? They like he not here. Like, no. <laughs> so we had to wait till the morning. Okay. Uh, but uh, Naz, being the super trooper that she is, party hard. You know when it's your night and it's your party. How many people come up to you? Happy birthday! What we drinking? What you just so Naz had a great time. And nine, I was about nine, about nine thirty. I I see her coming down, and uh, she talked to us for a little bit, but I I could tell what the mission really was. <laughs> it wasn't to socialize with us. So she actually made breakfast. So shout out to Naz for doing that, and uh, got us all together, and then went and got Jack, got him back, and uh, he was kind of starting to be a little sick himself, or they weren't sure. So he wasn't in a too playful mood, but I got a fist pound and I got a smile, so I'm gonna take that as a win. Yeah, and it was a it was a great time, man. So, That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, the party itself, man. Shout to OP, man. OP did an amazing job of uh of uh, making sure number one that Buckeye game was gonna be on the <laughs> on the TV because once you know you figure out the schedules and see what's what, that was the uh oh eight o'clock. That's the same time we supposed to be somewhere. Yeah. So, um, talking to the venue, man, he um, worked out to where they moved us to a different room in the venue that had three TVs, um, oh. but he had to bring his own sound versus the sound being provided. But that was a, a, a fair trade off to have the game on. And then they went above and beyond. They went and brought couches from other rooms, kind of made a little, a little seating area for the guests. And uh, it worked out good. The only thing that sucked was that we lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, was, that was hard for the party because. Majority of the people were there, I would say, by halftime. You know, majority of the people that came were there. So, second half of the, you know, it's a party going on, yes, but it's drinks, it's TV. You know, yeah. I, I'm playing songs, I'm looking over my shoulder, watching the game <laughs> myself. So, I, I got the old state fight song on deck, squeezing that in a couple of times when things are looking well. Uh, and then next thing you know, I'm playing gangster lean at the end. So, <laughs> so that kind of you know the 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 the, the hypeness of for me, I, I wanted to be in Columbus when the Buckeyes had the had the Final Four win to go to the chip and just see what I mean. The party we was right on High Street, you mm. know. I I just knew what it was gonna be when I walked out of that party at twelve thirty one o'clock and just see the Ooh. atmosphere, and it was not that. So it was uh quiet on High Street when we left, but. Party was amazing. We had a pop shot in there. Cats was putting up shots. Picture booth. Amazing food, desserts. I mean, it was just all around good way to bring in 40 years of life. So That's super dope, man. Super dope. So here's what happened with me. Uh-oh. So my brother, him and I are talking. 
as we're in town for uh, Christmas, everything. Like, so when do you fly back? It's like uh, fr- uh, Friday morning. I'm like, all right, bet. Drop you off at the airport. He's like, yeah, man, I can't miss this game. And then, <laughs> like, as we're getting closer and closer to the game, my plans and my mind starts to shift. Like, cause like once I found out he was flying back on Friday, I was like, oh, I bet I can hit up Nas' birthday party. Yeah. But then, like, the anxiety started setting in. Like, man, this is a big game, bro. <laughs> and I know how I am when it's a big game. I'm not the nicest or most enjoyable yeah. person to be around. Oh, yeah. And especially <laughs> if things don't go our way, I'm going to ruin shit for everybody. I'm <laughs> being that bitch pouting, mad, just like, get the fuck away from me type of shit. I, I, it would be on the type of shit that if, we, if I was there and we lost the game, the hotel that we booked, Fuck that hotel. We going home. Yeah. Like I'm I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> like, uh I when it's a big game, that's how I get. Yeah. Like for these Ohio State versus Nebraska, Northwestern, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck, man? Yeah. We gonna blow them out. I to per- be perfectly honest, I've only watched Ohio State games from beginning to end this season. I watched the Penn State game from beginning to end, Michigan game from beginning to end. The second Wisconsin game from beginning to the end, and this game. Like mm-hmm. the rest of them, they all been over since halftime. Yeah. So I turn them off. I'm here to be inter- I'm here to root for my team, but then I'm here to be entertained. Yeah, I'm not here to watch freaking JoJo walk on, run the ball <laughs> eight times. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm not here for that. Right. But a game versus Clemson for the national championship, I knew I wasn't gonna be in the right mind to be around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So I I chose to sit it out. Yeah. Happy born, happy born day. <laughs> right. Happy born day. Right. Looks like everybody had a great time. Trust me, if I was there, I would have ruined it because <laughs> I would have been a party pooper. I remember it was probably nine minutes left in the fourth and uh, trying to set the mood for the party. Kind of get the dot, the lights a little dim. We asked her to turn the lights down. She turned these lights off and the TV <laughs> behind me bloop, goes off. Hey! And then I, I got about, uh, I got about a 15, 20 pack of people that's in my little my little section watching this TV mm-hmm. and there's other TVs with other packs of people. So our TV go off. I'm DJing. It's behind me. So I ain't paying no attention. I go back to see the score. I'm like, Oh no, what happened? So I put on like Cupid shuffle, like six minutes song. Let me go find this lady. <laughs> I go find the lady, like the TV. We got to get that back on. If that means the lights come back on for nine minutes, that's cool. But that has to come back on. Right. So we get the game back on and literally like, it had to be after midnight when that game was over. Like when that when, when that shit happened the way it happened, <laughs> the the energy in the room and it was you could hear a laugh, you could hear people having a good time. <laughs> it was ten minutes of everybody just standing there, not talking, not, like just nothing. I mean, it was like the energy was gone. People was furious. I saw dudes storming out to the patios. I see lighters flying off the windows, like they smoking. They they going through it. It was bad. Like, I'd have been out there right with him, yeah, bro. I, I, th- that was one of them, them losses that it took me like three days just to call smoke and chop it up about the game. Like we <laughs> we both know how furious we both were, so we just like left it alone. It wasn't no it wasn't no jabs, no funnies, no like it wasn't time for that yet. Cats was really mad about that loss. Big mad, you know. As I uh, as I'm prone to do, man, I put myself through these situations where I rewatch games. Like mm. I call myself a fake coach. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I know that these coaches know a lot more about football than I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be here and, and act like I know more than these dudes. But I will say this, man. There's a lot of things on that field that I personally think 
that Ohio State should have did differently. I thought they should have ran the ball a lot more in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at Dobbins, I mean, he was pounding the rock. He was killing and, and the offensive line was moving and giving them holes to run. At the end of the game, you look at it, he had 18 carries. And uh, Fields threw 47 passes. It seems like an unequal balance, in my opinion. Yeah. Also, I hear a lot of people talking about the calls. The targeting on uh, Sean Way, who's coming back for his senior year, by the mm-hmm. way, for his junior year, by the way. Good, good to see you back, yes. brother. Good to see you. Got back. somebody back. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. But uh, it, it, it's a shitty rule, but it's the right call. Yeah. It's a shitty rule, horrible rule. Should not have be the rule should not be like that, but unfortunately it is. Also, one of the worst calls I ever seen in my life with the fumble yes. overturn. That's yes. one of the worst calls I ever seen in my life. Ever. Horrible. He caught the ball, took three steps, chopped it, fumble, scoop score, Buckeyes, touchdown. We got the lead. But it got overturned. Horrible call. But I will say this. And the most thing that I keep coming back to about anybody I talk to about this game, Dobbins dropped two touchdowns. He did. And they drove down the field and scored. Yeah. They drove down the field. And four plays. Yeah. (laughs) It was just chunk, 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 chunk. Four plays. I mean – I, I rewatched the game about two times or whatever, and mm. I, I like Better I keep like I keep like a little journal about like certain things and certain points in the game, and it's something that uh, I talk to my brother and my homeboy Kelly about all the time. Like I track like how many drop interceptions a player has. Okay, that first quarter of the game, um, Tough Borland dropped an interception. Granted, Clemson didn't score. But still, yeah. when you drop Those impact short interceptions, it wasn't like, oh, man, it would have been a miraculous play. Hit him right in the hands, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't drop that, man. This is just playing it simple. But the the thing I keep going back to about the Ohio State game is Dobbins dropped that wheel route that it was in the end zone, mm-hmm. and he dropped that screen pass. So you kick two field goals instead of two touchdowns, you do the math. Yeah. We win the game. And, and more importantly, it would have been 24 to nothing. And I'm not going to say that would have been game, but Hearts but that would have been the fucking yeah, game. Hearts would have been snatched for sure. Yeah, man. It was, it was a, it's there a tough been loss. No hope. It's one of those, you know, when we got blew out by Florida and blew out by LSU, I was more mad at the players and mad at the team. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at the players or the team or anything like that. I'm just fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, there's just, no other just, way. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sad, bro. Yeah, I'm just, just, I'm heartbroken over it. It's a tough, it's, it's definitely a tough loss. To handle man, absolutely I, uh, sucks to be a Buckeye right now. Big facts, because you man. know they digging it in now. You know, I be seeing Justin Kenner on the on the, on, oh, the yeah. on the Facebook. He loves to dig it in. So yeah, man, yeah, man, it's crazy out here. Speaking of crazy, man, uh, are we about to go to World War Three, bro? It's, it's uh, something about to jump off. This 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 dude out here. Uh, he wildin', you know. For the people that don't know, <laughs> you know for the people that don't, for the people that don't know, tell them what happened. So, um, it basically went down as if a general in in the Iranian military uh, was causing immediate threat to American lives per forty five, <laughs> and he decided to not uh, talk to anybody about his decision. Just go ahead and go to the room and. Push the goddamn button. So he he off this 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 general man in in Baghdad airport. And what's crazy is that's literally the when when I when I watch the news and see that area, 
those type of shots get me the most riled up because that's literally the area that I served in. That's where I was at. I was I was working on Baghdad's airport for a lot of the time I was there with the hospital that had set up there. I was working. Um, we had a palace ground that was a four-minute drive to the runway of the airport. Like one of Saddam had these three big palaces that sur- surrounded Baghdad, and my unit stayed in the one closest to the Baghdad airport. So just that whole area, seeing some of the footage, you know, it kind of just puts you in a certain space. But mm-hmm. uh, man, he is—he's kind of risking it all, man. And um, you know, it's you see these clips going around of like. Oh, I think it was 2012 where Trump was saying that, you know, Obama going to try to start a war with Iran just to get reelected. Right. You know, and, and it's kind of like, mm, sounds like you kind of doing the same thing, brother, because uh, you put a lot of people. They ain't just numbers and Social Security numbers and soldiers to a lot of people. They brothers, they dads, they wives, they moms, they whatever. And, and uh, you put a lot of people at risk to protect what? Like, what are we? How? How? how how did America's problems end up in you right. know, the Middle East so much? Right, yeah, that's the, that's been an ongoing problem with our country. It seemed to always be in somebody else's business mm-hmm. and everything like that. But I want to know from your perspective, how do you feel about these memes that are going around? Because, you know, me and Dizzle, we never served in the military. Yeah. But I want to know how you feel about these memes. Like, I, they're funny, Yeah. Like, but, you know, you have to take a step back and realize, like, yo, there are people that are really going to be serving in the military that, that are currently over there. Right. And there's a people that, like yourself, that join the military because, ah, I don't want to go to college. I got to figure something out with my life. I'm going to go ahead and join. Yeah. And maybe I can get through these four years and get some money and then get some money for college and finally figure out what I want to do. But now they're about to be in a situation. So how do you feel about the memes that are going around? Me personally, I find them hilarious. But... It's not a popular p- opinion among, you know, veterans. I, I saw a lot of uh, my veteran friends, you know, kind of getting a little, a little, a little, little, little in their feelings about it. You know, just a little emotional in the sense of like, you know, it's all hee hee ha ha until somebody you know or love is is, is making that sacrifice. Right. You know? And we've all lost. You know, most veterans have lost a fellow veteran. A you know, it could be. I had people that went to high school with that. You know. I actually ran into in Iraq and then come to find out they didn't make it home. Wow. So had those type of, you know, effects on people. You have, uh, I know, you know, brothers and sisters of, you know, ex-soldier that went to, you know, service country and didn't make it home. So but people have those type of impact things happen to them from the outside. Like they're, they're, they're not vets, but their family members might have passed or died or, or been in something serious, you know, they ain't really feeling it. You know, they ain't really feeling the memes. Now, for me, I have a sick, sick humor. Um, I think that comes with being a medic sometimes. Uh, people don't really realize, like, I spent, when I say every day, I would say five of my eight months there, every day of those five months was seeing, like, tragedy, seeing people's arms blown off, people's legs blown off, death, any type of injury you can imagine, seeing it on a daily basis. So, you have to find ways to come out of that and, and still be kind of kind of yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, like me and my friends, we had very, you know, very, very, very sick humor in, in some incidents, you know, very just kind of like, I don't want to say it, but it was never like for the world to laugh at. You know, right. It'd be you and your boys and y'all, this is how y'all dealt with, you know, what happened last night, man. We had 
three choppers come in with 15 soldiers and 11 of them ain't going to make it, you know. And then, you know, the somebody tripped over a rock and fell and almost dropped one of them. And, like, you know, just little, little right. small, little jazz, little humor things. But, like, with the memes, for me, for me, they're hilarious because they're so – some of them are – some of them are a little less tasteful than others, but for the most part, people just you know, when 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 war knocks on your door, and you ain't sign up for it or volunteer for it, you know, with the day's climate, I'm sure it turned into a meme. Yeah, <laughs> man, because turn into a tweet. I bring that up because the the soldier boy one came on my <laughs> timeline, and I was about to post it on our IG page, and then I thought like, hold on. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't definitely didn't want to disrespect you or any other veteran for that matter. And so I just kept it to myself to I was like, well, I'll just talk to him about it on yeah, podcast yeah. Sunday. But uh the soldier one is freaking magical. Yo, I saw <laughs> I, I saw one said, Come to New Orleans if you want to, and it had no limit and they fatigues like walking down the street. <laughs> like that's classic to me. Like those things are funny, but like when it's like you know the real the real soldier that turned into a meme or the or the real you know they taking real images from you know real life situations. I, I didn't find those as funny, but like right. you know the whole uh, when you signed up for FAFSA and then you and you you uh, didn't realize you had checked yes on that selective service box too. Yeah, and uh, FAFSA done went done went uh, viral yesterday or the day oh, before. Yeah, like everybody was. I mean, it's, it's been. I, I personally like every hour on the hour we're showing the wife something. Like, look at this shit. This is How does she feel about it? Because she She didn't as seem well. to be as tasteful about it as me, honestly. I think I was kind of, I don't know if she was sleepy or what, or I was getting on her nerves. She was trying to watch her her use show or whatever she's trying to watch. And I kept buttoning in like, ha, ha, look at this. Ha, look at this. So, uh, but I don't think she found it as tasteful. She didn't seem to be like complaining about it or, or you know, have, a, have something to say about it. But I think she just kind of like left, left it be. Yeah. So. Yeah. It beats like that, man. It's, yeah. it's definitely something that we all gonna have to deal with one way or other. Like you said, we all know somebody that's either served or is currently serving, mm-hmm. and you know, it, like you know, when you go on social media, Twitter, for goodness sakes, you see a million and one things. You talk about them bringing back the draft and stuff like that because you know they don't have enough soldiers and everything like that. I don't even know what when the draft was around like what was the ages for that i know we're well past the ages but i don't think like, somebody well, else is oh like to, 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 to be drafted yeah i don't think it was 18 to 35 i think it is hey does it hard on you uh 36 <laughs> <laughs> good answer good right. answer perfect answer man is. 18 to 25 really 25 okay yeah. oh I'm to, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, we You good. remember how old you are yeah. now? <laughs> you know exactly how old you right. are today. 18 to 25. All men from 18 to 25 are required to register with the Selective Service. Many young men check a box when they're getting their driver's license. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to get them L's. Whatever, let's get yeah. it. <laughs> like, you sure you want to do that? Right, right. Right. Yeah, man. I remember in high school when, uh, matter of fact, I'll rewind even further. Um, when I was probably in middle school, when my brother was getting ready to graduate from high school, he actually signed up for the military. Mm-hmm. And he went down there and took the whole test and everything like that. And my mom was having a freaking meltdown. And uh, uh, my dad came over and was talking to her. Like, well, if that's what he want to do. That's what he want to do. <laughs> you know, he grown. Da, 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 da. And my all I could see is my mom having a meltdown. And uh, like my, 
uncle came through, talked to my brother, was like, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I just remember the military dude coming to pick my brother up. He goes down there, take the test. And then somehow, some way, he came home. <laughs> somehow, some way, he came home. And it was like, I remember talking to him uh, much later about it when I could understand things more. They're like, yeah, man, he told, I told him I ain't want to do it. And he let me come home. It's like, he didn't have to. Yeah. Like he could have been like, nah, bro, you going. You you did this, X, Y, and Z, you doing this. And like told him, like, you, uh, I'm gonna check up on you. And if you ain't in school, in college, I'm I'm coming to get you and you going. Yeah. And he was he was at, at Tri C Community College and then he went to Central State after that. And uh so my views of the military, like from that aspect, changed. It's like, well, dang. When I was in high school and they would come with the recruiters and everything like that, and they would come and like, uh, what you what what's your future plans? Uh, going to college? Right. It's like how you go pay for it? Uh well, I'm trying to get this scholarship, uh, if not student loans or whatever. Like, you wanna put that burden on your family? I was like, I do. <laughs> I do wanna put that burden on my family. I do. I'm not going nowhere near that shit. Right. At all, dude. So it, it's always like a touchy situation, especially because I don't knock anybody for signing up for the military because I mean you got to be a brave person. To know, hey man, this is a possibility. Like they don't ever, like nobody's delusional to think like, oh man, we never going to war. So it's gonna be all gravy, especially in today's climate. Like right. everything that's going on, like so, I yeah. salute all the all the active military, See, all the people that serve. Like they they braver than I am. I was that kid in high school though. Like I ducked all ROTC activity. I ducked anything that involved the military. My family is more of an Air Force military family. I got an uncle that retired uh, from the military. I got a cousin that's about to retire from the Air Force. And um, so they were already in their careers. And, you know, has my upbringing was, was coming up and has shown no interest. And uh, I, I've shared this with the pod before, but my god brother was playing football, quote, unquote, <laughs> for the Army and had a meeting with this recruiter. And basically, I think he didn't have a ride to go to this meeting and was like, yo, you want to come with me to this? They, they're talking about we can play football. I'm like, we? I'm like, I didn't play football in high school. Like, I didn't play. I, I was on the band. I'm trombone, you know. <laughs> I'm rooting y'all on. <laughs> and I go to this meeting, and they're, you know, talking like, yeah, you know, they're selling dreams. Yeah. You, you guys could play football. You got to just finish school. And, like, you don't even know the process of playing football for the Army. It's not. Oh, we we like you. We're gonna put you right on this team. You know, right. you, you gotta go through the whole process. But being eighteen, nineteen, and having no knowledge of that, we're just listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, he's talking about money for college. And at that point in my life, uh, I was working at the Salem Mall. It was about to close, and I got you know those first phone calls like, "Yo, I'll be home Thanksgiving. Yo, I'll be home Christmas." And I came home one night after work, literally looked in the mirror and was like. You're not going to be that dude that everybody is living their life and, and, and taking that next step in life. But they call him the dude that they, they know is at home doing nothing to say, oh, I'll be home. What are we doing? Like, you're not going to be that dude that's just sitting here waiting for phone calls from your friends. Right. So literally just out of the blue decided to do it. You know, like my uncle's doing it. I want to I'll do Army just to be different, you know, and chose a different path. But overall, it was a great, 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 you know, thing for me. Because I wasn't mentally ready to go to college right out of high school. So that year of not doing nothing school-wise made me either A, miss it, or made me realize that 
is needed to take that next step. So what, what I always say, though, it sucked for me was, you know, Desert Storm happened 90s, and we didn't have much going on. Right. And I joined in March of 01. I finished basic training in May of 01. Mm. Went mm. straight to San Antonio from May to September to do my, I mean, May to August to do my job training. And got assigned to Fort Sioux, Oklahoma, August 24th, 2001. So I was in the Army, the real Army, for like two, three weeks. And then 9-11 happened. Bruh. So it was like, it's like I do all the training of, you know, things can happen. You know, we haven't had a, a, a problem in a while, but, you know, things do come up. And they're they telling you all this. And you're like, man, 10 years running. We've been good. Let me get this four <laughs> years done. Get this GI Bill. I'm out of here. And boom, three weeks into it. I'm a full battle rattle, M16, M9, working seven days a week, seeing what the Army really about. So. Yeah, man, you got to think about that. You're just one individual. Think about the thousands of other people that had that, basically that same experience you did. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, a bunch. Yeah, man, <laughs> Dizzle. Bunch. I know you have some uh, military story, I'm sure. Uh, none. <laughs> none? You don't nobody that served? No, nah, no. Nah, my dad My dad was Air Force, uh, 20-something years, retired. Uh, my brother was in the uh, Army. I know he did some time in, like, South Korea. Um, I got older brothers born in Germany. So we done been around just from my dad being in the military, but they was they was chilling. I don't think they, they ain't got no crazy stories. At least they ain't told me nothing. So, uh-huh. so nothing, nothing out of this... Nothing out of the ordinary. You ain't never think about signing up, serving? Um, yes, I have. I definitely have. Just looking at their experiences, seeing that they got bread, and just seeing the glitz and glamour, all the good stuff from it. Because I've never heard anything bad from their perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a quick thought, but it's not <laughs> for me, man. Yeah, <laughs> not for me. Carrying that ratchet, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I mean, it's always like the good stuff, like uh. One of my real good friends, uh, his uh, brother served and everything like that. He went through that that period where there was no major conflict. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you got that run, yeah. you good. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, like if you I, read there, that, was, there was people who, you know, like, I can remember some of my, like, my bosses, my NCOs who were, like, 10, 11 years in and, you know, had a run where basically I remember we had a sergeant who retired, like, August 1st. We had one retire September first, and like you know, like the the the, the guy that retired August first was from my AIT like like school training. Mm-hmm. So he was we we were his last class that he was teaching, and that was the whole big thing. And you know, when we graduated, he was done with his military service. So you see, and then from that end, like oh, they did a whole career in the military. He only 37, 38 years old with a retirement check, like yeah. jumping. So I can do this for 20 years. Fast forward to when it's your time to either re-enlist or get out, and they telling you, well, if, if we re-enlist, you're probably going to be back over there in like three months. Ooh. Or if you get out, you know, you're done. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't risking that shit twice. So this is honestly the first time I've heard uh, ever experienced anything like that because my wife's people got people in the military, and all of them, they just got bread. That's the only thing I've seen <laughs> of this. Like, all the people that went to the military – in my immediate area, they just well off. Yeah, they pay. They the richest people I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's my only, that's my only experience of niggas that go to the military. So it's definitely been a thought. But then you hear stuff like stuff that you go through. Mm-hmm. You see the stuff that's going on now. 
and that, that wipe every little <laughs> bit of me trying to think about joining like it, it just wipes it out the running joke is like you know young people join the military for that charger yeah <laughs> and then and then like but in the flip of that the the same 22 year old that you know that just happened to be in the military some of them guys volunteer i mean i know i have friends that have gone five six seven times they've mm-hmm. been to Iraq on five tours. They've been to Afghanistan for two tours. They going on some other tour, some you know next year. And it's like, yeah, you got you know nice whip, you know that Gucci belt shining. But like for me, it was like nah, bro. I definitely paying I'm not, for it. I'm not giving you all this for that. No, no. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I couldn't do it, bro. Nah, not at all. So, <laughs> you like, hey, you did your best. <laughs> right. I, I did my time. I served. I served honorably, and that's all I really you know. All I need. We respect it. Now, Dizzle, we got to ask you, man, why don't you watch Power? I don't think we ever asked uh, you why you're not a Power watcher. <laughs> they say this is a big rich So when town. Power first came yeah. out, <laughs> they was uh, rivals to the show I was committed to, You man. better not say it. I was an Empire junkie uh, when it first was out. <laughs> I gave them season one. And I don't even remember what Power, I watched. Power came out with like probably like season two, season three of Empire. So they was kind of head to head dueling, you know. I was Team Empire. <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes of Power and it just didn't stick with me, and I never watched it the, again. The last episode of Empire that I watched was just because my homegirl V Bozeman was on there. She was a oh, the artist with the ball head cut. Mm-hmm. That's probably the last. Her song on the show was probably <laughs> my last time watching Empire. So. I gave up on Empire somewhere like two or three episodes in the season two. I watched the whole first season, and I was like, this is kind of corny. But <laughs> okay, whatever. It was a good-ass show for a little bit, man. It wasn't no show out like that at the time. You know, black people always got to at least support it for at least a little bit. So I, I definitely was on Team Power or Team Empire. Was you buying Empire tracks off iTunes? <laughs> no. Okay, just making Definitely sure not. you wasn't that deep. What was the one song? What was the one Drip. song? Drip. Drip. Yeah. Yeah. That's a classic joint, bro. That's a classic joint. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. That was a hit, though. Drip. Say uh, that Say that dude ain't the exact same dude as Kid Ink, though. Like, they make the same exact <laughs> same sound, same beats. Man, what is he doing besides Empire? Like, I, I know nothing. he used to make music. Like, I, I don't think they can. They got a, something in their contract to where they can't do nothing, like, no type of musically, nothing else. Yeah. Raping you, raping you records. <laughs> yeah. It's told y'all, right. man. Well, Empire is back in heavy, heavy. Power. Heavy, uh, yeah, yeah, power. <laughs> what? You got me confused. You got me confused. Power is back, so yeah. heavy spoiler alert. Yes. You've been warned. Yes. Me, 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 me. So, <laughs> Killer, how did you intake the episode? What time did you watch it? So, I, um, you know, I told y'all with my being sick all week, I've been sleeping all kinds of times. So, I fell asleep like second quarter of the Patriots game. I woke up about four this morning. I look at the wife. She got her iPad light on. I see she's awake. So, I look over. I'm like, turn that power on, yo. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you up? I'm like, yeah, turn that power on. So she turned it. She turned it on, and um, we just sat there and, and watched it, and uh, it was okay. Oh, oh! I wanted a little more for a six-week hiatus that we just got. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't enough for me. Okay, so what happened with me was, uh, you know, I watch it a certain type of way. 
I won't say that a certain type yeah. of way, but I watch watch it a certain type of way. So I can't wait till midnight like some people. I watch it a certain type of way. <laughs> so I get up to get that certain type of way going because you don't want any buffering. Right. If you know, get, catch my drift. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta get there and pause and yeah, let, yeah, let yeah, things yeah. catch up. So I go back to sleep. <laughs> so about 7 o'clock, start brewing the tea or whatever, get the tea going. So, you know, get a little ha- wife can have her coffee. I can have my tea as we watch Power. So we start watching about 7.30. And, you know, the episode, I liked the episode. Did you? I liked it a lot because uh, once it started, I knew where they were going to go. I knew kind of like, okay, so basically this episode was all about Dre and what Dre was doing during this time frame while Ghost, that whole last episode was about Ghost. So it basically catches up with Dre, Dre doing stupid shit as Dre is known to do stupid shit. Right. Dre's a dumbass. For sure. He's a fucking idiot. For sure. Roll Timmy, I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So... The biggest takeaway from the episode is is confirmation that Dre's a dumbass. But the things that let you know that he's a dumbass is the nigga will snitch on anybody at any given time. He dropping more dimes than John Stockton, yeah. bro. It's all this, for heaven, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> my daughter. I got to get to my daughter. It's all for heaven. You're doing whatever for heaven. <laughs> Man, and I will say this about the show. It, uh, it introduced Dre's mom. And I did like the, I did like that for that quick like I mean she only has like what a total of five minutes of screen time yeah like you believe where he's coming from and you believe where she's coming from uh like this this the why he's like this or whatever so yeah. I I really did like that aspect of the show but I really like the whole the focus on each character well this character because I believe like the next couple episodes is gonna be like all right what was uh Tasha. It's gonna be a Tasha centric episode. See, that's what I was getting from it. I like, I like that side of it. I didn't like, like I felt like for six weeks, we were just watching ghosts fall into that black hole, and figuring out. Oh, January sixth, we gonna find out what's what. January. So, so we don't know who shot ghosts because I'm I'm waiting on the spoiler. I don't watch no. the show, so I need to know. No, no, no spoil. No, no, we don't know who. <sighs> we don't know who. And that's why I didn't like it. I felt like they just hyped me up to watch LeBron and Giannis for six weeks, and then LeBron and Giannis didn't play. <laughs> Like, yeah. It felt like they left me. The only only thing that they did do was like flash on the news that Ghost had been slain. Yeah, he's officially dead. That, but that's that's the. <sighs> are y'all sure? No, that's the thing. <laughs> Don't promo me with like next week is going to be Tasha's episode or next week is going to be the detective's episode. Whoever, I feel like they're just like one by one. Removing who shot ghosts. Yes, four episodes left. And then we're going to see ghosts. So he's appear. not dead? You don't think he's dead? No, I don't think he's dead. It says slain. Of course they did. How, <laughs> how, many, times, how many times have ghosts been slain on power? On- Google's the definition of slain, please. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, because they didn't really, like, they said it on the news. And Ghost been trying to fake his death since season one, it seemed like. You know, in certain episodes, he tried to get wiggle here, wiggle there. I just don't. Nah, he ain't he ain't dead. Okay, I don't think he did. Also, my dude, two bit. <laughs> he makes the most aggressive faces I ever seen in my life, dude. Yes. He is hilarious, dog. Those two are pretty funny together. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> uh, one of them gonna get murked yeah. real soon. Says yeah. to kill a person in a violent way, murder someone. That nigga dead, bro. You think so? He dead, dead. It, I don't know. So he this dead. is the final season of the whole show. Yeah. Well, he, he ain't dead. 
Cause they saying my, the, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say the first thing my <laughs> wife said to me was, "Well, I guess Dre not gonna be on a spinoff." <laughs> All right, exactly. So like, I think until they like physically show something like that, where you be like, "Oh, he's gone." Like. There ain't no denying. I think we we can all agree that Dre is no longer with us on power. Yeah, toasty. So until it's something like that, that like everybody wanted uh, Ghost's girlfriend's death to be fake. I no, think she dead, dead. I think, but I think the you know, I don't think Ghost is dead. I'm you telling don't you, don't think so. I, I don't think he did. Okay, okay. So well, it's not Dre. Dre didn't shoot him. Yeah, slash killing. <laughs> Who do you think shot slash killed Ghost? Tasha. Sticking with Tasha. Sticking with Tasha. I don't know. None of these people y'all talking about. Tasha's the wife. Is he the Tasha or the, the light skin shawty? No. The dark skin shawty from 3LW. Got you. With the big four He mustard. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you know girl. all the memes. I know the memes. I, mean, I follow the show through the memes. He did mush the shit out of her with the fucking index finger, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was foul, dog. That was foul, son. That was super foul. Uh, I'm going with Tariq, man. The Tariq little did bastard. It. Yeah. I hate that nigga. It'll be more interesting if Tariq do it and he'd be the lead in the spinoff. That's what I thought yeah. initially. Yeah, that's you've been saying yeah, that all yeah. year. But I I think Tasha did it, and I, I still think that's gonna be the spinoff. Is Tariq is say this is a big now nah, he the star <laughs> of the show. Uh, it's probably Tasha. I mean, this whole show is about him versus her, mm-hmm. so it's probably her. But I'ma still say that little bastard Tariq. I hate that little nigga, boy. Yeah, man. I hate that nigga, son. Yeah, and nigga, he a badass, bro. He, he don't fucking listen for shit, man. I think he grown, man. Super, super, man. We're going to go back to y'all because y'all be having some cold takes sometimes, bro. Y'all can't. Y'all take some hot takes. I'll be having some hot takes. I'm going to stand on this, though. Snowfall. I called that shit. You you call Snowfall. Most definitely. (laughs) Cake. Yeah. But I went back on some episodes to uh, check y'all NFL picks. Okay. What's up? And this nigga here, (laughs) I got backup, though. (sighs) The quarterback hurt. <laughs> so he you already hurt. know. So you already he know. Got hurt. This nigga. All right. So this nigga said, "Do you do you remember?" He said, "Ben Roethlisberger was gonna be the MVP." Oh, I do yeah. remember that. Steelers. What? Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. I do remember that. What else? Now, I think, now, now. Look at this though. You also said the Colts will make the playoffs with Jacoby Brissett. I did. I did. did. I did. Yeah. That was a little I cold. Did. Okay. So <laughs> check this out though. Check this out though. After Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, uh, Connor got hurt. Did y'all see them going eight and eight? Nah, they did their thing. They, no. they they missed the playoffs by one game. I was actually rooting for them, and I don't like the Steelers. You should root for the Steelers. They're a great never, organization. Never hear me say so, those words. So you think if they had a Hall of Fame quarterback, they wouldn't have made the playoffs? Yes, they would have made the playoffs. Addition oh. by subtraction. Mm. Yeah, AB, the fuck up out of here. Ben, the fuck up out of here. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> we had a nigga named Duck Hodges <laughs> at quarterback, bruh. <laughs> Duck Hodges, really? Come on, bruh. Nah, Come on. Shout out to the Steelers, though. Um, Tomlin needs to get coach of the year just for the performance, even though he didn't make the playoffs. That if they'd have made the playoffs, he, he would have he got it, but I don't think he's going to get it now, though. No. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get it. But my cold takes, I know this dude nah, has some his, cold takes. his take was all right. Get the fuck out of here. What you say? You said the uh, the Saints, like Super Bowl, they yep. still got an opportunity. You said Breeze MVP. Yep. That's probably not going to happen. Why not? Because <laughs> he ain't even the co- yeah, so, ain't nobody else in the conversation. 
Oh, Ru- yeah. uh, uh, You're right. Wilson? Wilson in the convo, but yeah. it's going to be Lamar. He's got it. What sucks, what sucks for Breeze is that you he see, got the records Wilson. now, and he still ain't even in the, in the NFL 100, or he didn't make that list either, did he? Who? Breeze. No, nah, he ain't made the 100. And he got the record right now. Yeah, he got, bugging. He got that bugging. That thing <laughs> sucks. Yeah, like straight like up, that, like that thing, that whole I didn't NFL watch it for top hundred players sucks. I've skimmed through the information. I haven't like watched the like like the actual episode or nothing like that. But I wasn't feeling that. Like, see what they should do with the whole NFL hundred because you don't want to disrespect the players that came before that. Mm-hmm. You need to just break it down into errors, man. And that's and I've I've slowly but surely come to that realization, man. Because you know the game is totally different. Like Jim Brown. When he played back in the 60s, he was bigger than his offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at a dude like uh, Derrick Henry. Like, he's huge. Right. But he's an anomaly. Just same way Jim Brown was an anomaly back then. Exactly. So, you kind of disrespect, you know, your autograms because you look at, I don't know, freaking, you say Drew Brees. Like, you put Drew Brees on there instead of Otto Graham. Like, well, shoot, Otto Graham was a baller back in his day. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to disrespect the dudes that came before it and paved the way. So just break it down in the eras. Be like, all right, we're going to do the 25 from this era and then do yeah. 25 from this era and do 25 from this era. And then if you don't make the cut, you don't make the cut. Right. Because you shortchanging some people for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan like, of that. Like, I'm not saying Mike Vick deserve anything, but the impact Mike Vick had on our particular year, yeah. you know, is meaningful versus just like, uh, Joe Montana's way better. You know, like... The dog killer. No <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So, what was um, what was some other cold takes? Uh, yeah, no, that was it. That was it. You yeah, said... I think, I think Russell Wilson was also in your conversation, so you, yeah. I give you props for that. That was, yeah. that was about it, though. We can pull up some of his uh <laughs> his NBA picks yeah. though. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. Them, them was cold, boy. Yeah, <laughs> them ones is great. Yeah, don't try to play me out here. Like, yeah, I, I knew that shit was coming. I knew it was coming, man. Who who was my Super Bowl pick? Was the Steelers? Steelers. And, Steelers. And, and who else? You ain't said nobody else. You was just on your Steelers rant. I don't, I don't yeah, know what you was feeling that day. I think, I think I said the Steelers and the Seahawks. I don't remember that. I think you just trying to make up something. Now. No, I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. So, what are y'all Super Bowl picks? I was say, man, Patriots went down. I'm in a good-ass mood, man. That's the only Agreed. team. For the first time in my memory, both teams that I wanted to win ended up winning last <laughs> night. That never happens. It's usually the Patriots blowing somebody out. But nah, man, them niggas went down. I feel bad for down. Buffalo. Buffalo, man, 25 years. They, they blew s- that. And and I don't like that. He's talking about targeting. Did you see that call against Buffalo where they dude was blocking the dude back towards his end zone? And they oh, said, yeah, the crack back block? Yeah, but... He didn't even really crack Brack. He was just blocking. Yeah. Mm. They got – it was some fishy calls out there, man. How, did y'all see the, the kickoff thing? Mm-mm. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Where he just threw the ball to him. Yeah, was it Hopkins? So, no, that wasn't Hopkins. That was – I don't was that, remember that was what it was. Third, some, third quarter. Started the third quarter. He how kick just gave it to him. How do y'all feel about that? He didn't. He didn't nearly kneel though. He just kind of caught it. Um, nah. It. He didn't. He didn't run or like he did give himself up in that sense. But like that ain't the rule. What you think? I don't know the official rule from the looks of it. He wasn't looking like he was about to come out of the end zone. He put his hands down when he was about to catch it, you know, had his hand palms to the flow. He <laughs> caught he caught the shit. Was looking at the ref. The ref was like he was the ref was giving him the hand like, like hot potato, don't, don't throw it yeah, at me. Don't throw me the hot ball. Potato. <laughs> so that, looking at looking at that, you you can't get the other team a touchdown off of that, man. I think you can. I'm with I mean, yeah, like that's you, the rule. You, you, you have to not only not be, you know, 
acting like he's about to take off, but you gotta at least kneel down. So, so in the end zone on a kickoff, you have to kneel. Yeah, I thought if you just give yourself up, they blow the whistle and it's a wrap. Mm-mm. You got a fair catch or take a knee, take a knee. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, gave, I thought if gave. you just catch it and stand there, that's how I go in Madden. <laughs> <laughs> you catch it and stand there, they blow the whistle. I, I mean, I, I well, get, I get the whole situation where like, well, let's use common sense, but shit. I think so. That, if you take it, so like, all right, the victory formation. We know what victory yeah. formation is, right? So, the quarterback hikes it, takes a knee. That's what I was gonna say. And I know if play. you don't do that, if you don't do that, you live bait, right? Just because we know what you're trying to do and you don't execute it, exactly. you shouldn't. Go. That should have been a touchdown for Buffalo nah, Bills, man. man. I think that was a good ass reversal because we would have been talking about that for ages if they lost on that play. Like should have followed the fucking yeah, rule. Should have known the rules. <laughs> should have followed the rule, bro. I, I feel bad for Buffalo on that one. Yeah, man. I think they got hosed a little bit. I mean, Josh Allen ain't doing no favors by trying to lateral the ball as he from, like from, twenty from, yards yeah. downfield from the shin with three dudes on his ankles. <laughs> Bruh, he's falling down like. Thinking? What are let you me, thinking? Let me underarm drop this off to the backup tight end that's running behind me. So who's left? Who's left? We got. We got Chiefs playing against the. T- t- Ooh, I think it's Chiefs the Texans. Te- Texans, yeah. It's the Texans. I think, I think I'm almost certain. It? Yeah, three. let me pull no, it up. Let me pull no, it let's up. get there. Let's get it. Let's get it right. It can't be because they the three seed and Houston was the six seed. No, that is right. Three, six, and four, five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's the Ravens, uh, Girl, I, I Ravens, right Tennessee. I got it right. Easy here. for the Ravens. Here we go. So we got Texans, Texans and Chiefs. Okay. We got Titans. They just beat the Patriots. This is old. Wait a minute. So, yeah, Texans beat. I got it. I got it. Texans versus Chiefs. That's next Sunday. Okay. Um, Ravens up against the Titans. There you go. Okay. You got the Niners. All right. All right. So oh. pick that matchup. <laughs> pick that before we get, before we get confused which, which again. Which one? Uh, uh, the, the Chiefs? Yeah. I got Chiefs over Texans, and I got Titans. I mean, Ravens over Titans. Man, I got Ravens all the way. I got Ravens and KC, and then Ravens to the Super Bowl. See, I think KC shocks the world. Shot the world. Everybody wants Baltimore to be there. As long as it's a black QB. That's all. I want to see a black QB duel, whether that's what? Russell Wilson up against uh, Mahomes or fucking Jackson. I just want to see some niggas out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's popping in the NFC? Today, at least. Uh, Today, we got the Saints versus the Vikings. Ooh. What Seahawks, time is that? That's the first. 105. Okay. And then Seahawks-Eagles. Ooh. Ooh. Good matchups. Yeah. I'll be DJing that second. So. But hold on. <laughs> the Seahawks are at Philly because Philly won that whack-ass NFC. Yeah. The Phillies are the fourth seed. Seahawks the fifth seed. Bullshit. Saints the third seed. Vikings the sixth seed. Well, judging from my picks, I'm rooting for the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. And, and I'm rooting I, for the Saints, it sounds like. I said, and, I, and I don't really care about the Saints-Vikings, Brad, but I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks up against the Ravens. And since I'm rooting for the Seahawks, I'm rooting for the Vikings because I believe the Seahawks can beat the Vikings, but they can't beat <laughs> the Saints. I got a shootout for the Super Bowl. Chiefs and the Saints, baby. Ooh, that's the matchup. I mean, like, for real. Like, that's the matchup people want to see. For sure. They, they want to see the Saints, Ravens, or Casey. Yeah. They don't matter. As long as it's one of them, yeah. ratings going to be through the roof, man. 
I agree. Seahawks, yeah. too. I wouldn't mind seeing Marshawn do a little something in the playoffs after being on the couch all year. Eating bonbons. <laughs> Coming up with uh, G-Wagons full of Skittles. You already know. See, I, I got two wishes. I want it to be some black QBs, and then I want it to be a high-scoring Super Bowl. High-scoring, because the last, what, last couple of them been That weak. last one was trash. Yeah. Trash. That was not entertaining. J-Lo man. and uh, Shakira going to hold it down for us? That's, that's who it is? <laughs> Speaking of <sighs> speaking of J Lo, speaking of J Lo, one last might thing. show up to <laughs> Dollar. <laughs> I watched that Hustlers with J Lo. That movie trash. Oh, I watched it, uh, it trash? last week. You ain't like it? Not did not like it. You thought it's, you thought you were gonna see some TNA, didn't you? Uh, for one, yes. <laughs> for two, man, I just don't. From knowing my stripper friends, that they telling me that's not how the shit be going down in the, in the strip club at all. They don't be buddy buddy friendly friendly. Let me take you under my wing. But this is a true story. They embellished. They had to have embellished on a lot of that shit, man. And I ain't like the whole confessional thing like that. <laughs> that scene where the uh, the Asian chick, what's her name, Wendy, or uh, let me stop before I just make yeah, some. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Constine's Woo is Woo. her real name. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like her. That's the same uh, chick from Crazy with Crazy Rich Asians. See, y'all ain't never I, seen so I, that one? Nah. Okay. Well, I'm the only one be having date night at the house. Fuck y'all niggas. I didn't like her scenes with the white lady uh, giving, giving from an say interview. say the last dance? Yeah. <laughs> that shit just, the acting was bad in that shit, man. This guy. This guy. Yeah. What, what movies do you like? I don't think I've ever heard you say you like a movie. I like the Joker. Joker was that bomb shit was ass movie. Garbage. Garbage. Comic book movie. It was garbage. I'm watching tennis right look, now. Look, look, look. Check this out. Check this out. Go watch uh, Taxi Driver. Is that garbage? No. Oh, okay. Taxi Driver <laughs> is, is a great movie. Go watch Taxi Driver and uh, this movie called Falling Down. That's all that movie is. It's okay. like almost a taxi driver. It's, uh, it's basically, I won't say shot for shot, but it's a lot of shots. I mean, it was inspired from Taxi Driver because it's basically the same type of movie. Watch I seen that, that uh, Hidden Gems was dope. You see that yet? Hidden Gems. Adam, Hidden Sa- Adam Sandler, Kevin oh, Garnett. Oh, no. I just, that shit was dope. I just. Uh, and it's a good quality on the fire. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Don't know what you're about. No, no, and on, HD. On, on that note, <laughs> you can't make this up podcast. Cam Nash. DJ Killer Cam. The fans is watching. <laughs>